This is a three-minute message brought to you by Redemption Church, Delray Beach. I'm Chuck Lind. I was the founding pastor of Calvary Chapel Olympia, and I did it for 30 years. And, and now I'm retired, and I was Daniel's pastor for a while, but more so friends. And I loved working with him, and I miss him even now, but it's such a joy to know what God's doing in his life. But he asked me to share a proverb with you. And so in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. And so there's a principle here, and it's a wonderful principle. And, and I think it's always interesting when we start talking about finances and stuff. If I were to say to you, I want you to go out and buy a house, and you say, well, I need to get a loan. And, and, and say you went and tried and try to get a loan and you couldn't get one. So you go to your rich uncle and you said, Uncle Bill, would you loan me the money for a house? And Uncle Bill says, okay, how much is the house? And you say, let's just say 300,000. He says, okay, I'm gonna loan you 300,000, but here's the only thing I want. This is what I expect. I'm not gonna charge you any interest or anything. I just want $30,000 back. Would you not just go jumping in the street, shouting in the streets for joy? And that's really all God's done. He's given you everything, and all he wants back is 10% to acknowledge him. Now, here's the beauty of that 10%. The beauty of that 10% is when you give back to the Lord, what you're doing is you're putting to death the world's gods. And one of the gods of this world is mammon. And mammon has, has a hold on us. We, we get our identity from finances sometimes by what we can buy, what we can wear, where we can go, how we can vacation, or it can become security to us. Our security, I'm, I'm safe because I have some money in the bank. I'm safe because I make this much money. And we think we're controlling things when in reality, as we give back, God gives us the antidote for that God that makes us a slave, a slave to what we own, a slave to what we wear, a slave to the way we think we have to live to find joy. That's a horrible God to serve because it never lives up to what it promises. It always takes more away from you than it gives back. And, and so God gives us a wonderful joy. And the one thing I know is he said, that's the only way you can ever invest in heaven is by sending things ahead. And when we give, we're demonstrating the very heart of God. For God so loved the world that he gave. And what did he give? The most precious thing. And you know, the kingdom of heaven is very different than the world that we live in. Its economy is different. Remember one day Jesus was in the temple. He was teaching his disciples and, and, he, and he stopped for a minute. He said, guys, guys, look at that lady over there. And it was just this old lady walking along and she was going by the offering boxes and she dropped in about two pennies. And he says, that woman gave more than all the others together. And he was, that wasn't a metaphor. He was literally saying in the kingdom of heaven, in the, in the heavenly kingdom economy, she gave more than everybody else because she gave all that she had. And he was telling us what it means to live within the kingdom. It's to give. The more you give, the more joy you have. The more you give away those things that tie you down. It's not a demand. 
it, 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 it's God reaching out to us and saying, here's how you know joy. Here's how you get free from the world. And the freest people I know are the gen most generous people I know. They give from everything to cookie drives to, to everything. They just can't turn it down because they're, they're ready. As it says in 1 Timothy 6, those of you who are rich, and we by far are the richest people that have ever lived on the planet. Be ready to give. Be that kind. That's what God is. He's ready to give. He's ready to give forgiveness. He's ready to give mercy. He's ready to give his time. He's ready to give himself all the things that we're to be. And he knows Jesus knew joy greater than all of his companions, it said in Hebrews 2. Gladness above all his companions. Hebrews chapter 1. But but that's what God wants for us, is to have his heart for the world around us. So I encourage you, be a generous giver. Be a good, a good tipper. <laughs> Don't be a cheap Christian. And so show your love by your generosity, time, finances, and your love. So Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10.